Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, Welfare Crew. I'm back and I'm delighted to announce that the Run Chats are here for the next five weeks. This bonus series of Candid Run Chats is here to keep you company on your many miles. In this series, I will join famous faces and avid runners to talk through how running has impacted and in some cases saved their lives. It's all made possible by our sponsor, Brooks. With running at the heart of what they do, Brooks developed the most innovative running gear out there. And that's not all. Every design and engineering choice is made with us in mind as they want to make running a better experience for everyone. Ultimately, no matter where you start, Brooks wants to ensure that running leads you to a happier place. Let's talk about that happy place with this week's guest. Guys, I'm so excited to be back with another Welfare Run Chat. Today, I'm running with the brilliant Jenny Faulkner, who many of you will recognise from her GMTV days. And if you switch on Smooth Breakfast at the moment, you will hear her sound on the radio. She often goes to work in Lycra as she's a keen runner with seven marathons under her belt and her own running podcast called Run Pod. She's got a permanent smile on her face despite getting up at 2.30am, so I couldn't think of a better person for some February motivation. Oh, well, thank you. I like that introduction. Yeah, I think that's it. If you smile, no one knows that actually you're really struggling. <laughs> that's it. Just smile your way through it and you're fine. Am I right in saying that you do get up somewhere in the middle of the night when a lot of the UK are getting kebabs, you're getting up, getting your breakfast and getting out to work? I know. Do you know, for um, six years, I was working on a show that started at four in the morning. So I would start my day at half two. And um, it's only just just this year that I've moved to a later show. So I get a real lion. I don't have to get up till four now. I mean, 4 a.m. to a lot of people is still middle of the night however for me it's like whoa it's a tall lion <laughs> i know did you know though i'm i'm a morning person let's let, you're either a morning person or you're not and i am not an evening person so for me get getting up's amazing now if you in the summer if you get up in the morning you see the sunrise you get to you know live the best part of the day before everyone else gets up it's just amazing and actually the earlier you start the earlier you finish so can we go back to the beginning with running? Because it's obviously been a big part of your life for a long time. Yes, it has. When, when, when did your running journey start? Well, I think, do you know, I was presenting. I was a TV presenter in Scotland. I've presented for 25 years. Wow. And I was doing a lot of work, travelling away from home. And I couldn't commit to any, you know, team sports or activities. And I started putting on weight. And I thought, I need to do something about this. And the only thing I could think of doing was running. And I aspired to one day run for half an hour without stopping. And that's it. I was 21. That's when my running journey started. Maybe 20, actually. And so when you started off your running and you said you wanted to get to be able to run, run around the botanical gardens, 
Um, how how long did that take oh, you? Did you just did it? Did you just keep going out and like chipping yeah. away at it? I remember my first run. It started raining, <laughs> and I was like, "What am I doing?" And I was I was burning up so much in my throat. Do you know that feeling when you run that you feel that like your throat's on fire? <laughs> yeah. And my legs were blotchy and bright red. But I got back and I got in a bath and I was just like, oh, this is so lovely. But then slowly, as I thought out, I started feeling amazing. And then before long, I was doing that run every other day, whenever I could. And then it got to the point where I put the, the trainers in my bag when I would go away from home filming. And I'd find myself on location somewhere in remote Scotland. Me and the cameraman would go out for a run. And then before long, it was just part of my, my daily routine. Do you find that people don't probably know, probably don't realise that about you, that there was a time in your life that, like, running just didn't exist or, like, you couldn't run for, like, say, five minutes? Because I think when you see really fit women where they've now got their, like, fitness totally nailed, they don't tend to talk about those real early moments. I know, I think... Do you know what? When we're at school, we all run and we do sport, and I did all the sports. I did hockey and netball and rowing and trampolining. I did tonnes and tonnes. But actually, I was kind of jack of all trades and master of absolutely nothing whatsoever really? and it's only when you are an adult and you get to choose the activity you want to do for yourself you're doing it for you aren't you yeah and so I chose to do running and it really has had a huge impact on me and I think yeah probably people don't don't realize that yeah before that I could run I could run in a game of hockey at school but I wouldn't have run much further I could run the 800 meters but not fast so yeah, it's something that I've worked on. And as I've got older, I've enjoyed it more and more because it's me time as well. And is that what inspired, because you've just launched a new running programme, audio running programme as part of RunPod. So getting people yes. to get to 5K. I'm so excited about this. So I, I launched RunPod not long after Welfare because I just listened to Welfare going, oh my God, listen to that guest she's got. I need to get them. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love your podcast. And... Um, so RunPod came out. It's very different to yours. It's just a, it's a podcast where we, we talk about the feel-good of running and I call it the run club of the podcast world. So um, within that, a lot of people were getting in touch saying they're new to running and they really enjoy it. They really want to start building up. And I remember being in that place and I remember wanting to run 5K but not knowing how to do it. So um, with the help of Faisal who's Mr. Positive Mental Attitude, you know Oh, him. isn't he just? <laughs> he is so in your face. <laughs> Good morning, Instagram! <laughs> he sounds like, every now and again, he's got a few, like, um, Mr. T-isms yeah. that come out. <laughs> he's amazing. He is exactly what you need if you need motivated. Yes. And he's come on board with a programme, and we basically get you from zero to 5K. And uh, we just keep you company. So it's like in real time, you listen to it and we are your running buddies for your training session. And have you enjoyed recording it? Yeah. How come you're not out of breath? I am like literally running along here. Because <laughs> I'm asking the questions <laughs> and you're doing all of the talking. <laughs> for um, once. Again, I've loved doing it. And Faisal's a friend, so it's been great working with him. And also the response has been amazing. We've had um, so many people sign up, take part, try running, share on Instagram uh, photos of themselves doing it or videos. And I think that's what it's about, just feeling good. 
and showing everyone else how good you feel. Do you have a focus to your own running? Because you've done seven marathons, haven't wow. you? Uh, actually, this year is my ninth. Oh, wow. I got my stats wrong. Yeah. So, so you're training for your ninth. Yep. And so you did, you, last year was your eighth. Yeah. Wow. Well, do you know what? I would love to get faster, but I okay. find it harder. I find my work hours are quite difficult, especially being a mum as well, because I work in the mornings, I pick up my daughter in the afternoons, I'm a mum in the evenings, and in between I quite often have other work. So, um, yeah, fitting running in is, is kind of important to me, but unfortunately it can't be my priority. So I'm never going to get faster or better unless I can really, really focus on it more. Because your PB's around 3.31, isn't it? I mean, God, that was 10 years ago. I would absolutely love to get that again. I'd love to get even 3.45. That's what I'm going for this year. Right. Whether or not I get there. You say that, though, but last year I took 10 minutes off my marathon time. Did you? And I was not expecting to do that at all whatsoever. Um, I... I was recording this podcast and I kind of, I didn't really think at the time of how much the rest of your life affects your running life or, or probably didn't respect that relationship enough. And after a few weeks of trying to do everything, I was like, oh, this is, this is not going well. I'm exhausted. Um, and so I stopped trying to run for a time and then lo and behold, went to run Paris and shaved a load of time off. oh well done that's brilliant so I don't know I think it comes down to you can train perfectly sometimes and on the day there can be a load of things out of your control like it's just really busy on the marathon yeah course and that slows you down so it's nothing to do with your training I mean even things like uh, stomach ache you know yeah. time of the month all these things they do affect it actually but um, I'm just going to train ultimately on the day the time is really not in my mind it's just getting across the finish line and enjoying it. But in the build-up, I like to have some focus. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. So let's talk about that first marathon. Oh, God, we're actually running right now, like, towards the finish line. Yeah, we <laughs> are. This is the bit where you just want to stop and have a walk. It's the last. It's, like, usually about an 800-metre sign here. Yeah, and I'm like, so right, there is. And, and I'm usually going, oh, God. And you slow down, but you're, it's a mental struggle because you know just round the corner when you get to Buckingham Palace, you'll see the finish line. But the finish line's much further <laughs> from Buckingham Palace than you think. It's, it's right back up the mouth. And this is the bit where you can't stop. And so many people have stopped. And as a runner, I even run past going, come on, don't stop now, just keep going. And I've run with some people... Um, from the, I've like picked them up and gone, come on, let's just do it, keep going. Because it's the one part you want to finish strong in front of that big crowd, just for yourself to feel good. Um, so that first marathon, I just kind of turned up. I trained myself, done my own training programme, <laughs> <laughs> which I'd find online and kind of made a few adjustments. And I set off. I had no idea what was in store. I remember it being getting quite dark around my late teen. Yeah. And uh, you and you and Thomas ran past me, and he's like, "Come on!" And I was like, "Okay." And then I picked up the pace again, and I came in on my first marathon. I think I got 3:53. I was so pleased. I was so happy 
couldn't believe it and um, instantly wanted to have another go. Right, so then you were like, right, I'm doing it next year yeah. as well. Without a doubt. So then I went and got um, a running trainer. So I went to Matt Roberts' gym. Yes. And there's a brilliant girl called Karen Weir, who's now a full-time running coach in the Lake District. But she, um, she took me on. She trained me up. And then the next year I got 331. But her theory was don't just run in your training, which is all I'd done. I was about to say, what did you do differently from that one year to the next? Strength work. Right. Which I'd never, never really done. And, um, I mean, hideous things, like (laughs) step-ups. They're awful, aren't they? They are awful. They're so awful. Lots of squats. But loads of upper body weight work, actually, which um, is really important because even when your legs are tired, your arms will propel you forward, which I'd never considered. But it did the job. It really worked well. And I got um, not 22 minutes of my time. Wow. I know. That's amazing. So then the next year, I was actually coming back to do 3.15. I actually think I might have got it. I was really focused. But then I got pregnant. <laughs> so, so that was it, game over. Been slower ever since. And did you run through your pregnancy? I did. Um, I ran until I was about five months pregnant. Right. And it's the weirdest thing. I've only, had, I've only been pregnant once. So I've only got one experience of it. But the bump started swinging and I just didn't like it at all. Wow. I, was, I got really paranoid and worried. And, you know, you hear about runners who run right through. Well, for me, it didn't feel right. So about five months, I switched to the cross trainer in the gym and that kept me going. And then you just... And loads of walking. And you just did your training indoors. Yeah, it was fine. And people say that, actually. Sometimes if you do exercise through pregnancy, it can help you with the birth. I have no idea whether that is true or not, but my labour was only um, half an hour, an hour. <laughs> so, so, you know, from the minute my waters burst to the minute Ella arrived, maybe 40 minutes. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was not the most pleasant 40 minutes. <laughs> and how about running after pregnancy? Like, how, how soon did you get back to it? Did you feel... Oh, my goodness. This is, this is a minefield because, you know, right, so you, you're a runner... You might not win everything, but you're a runner. In your head, you're a runner. And you want to get back out there. And this was me. And I was so excited. I'd given birth, hadn't had any medication, pain relief, nothing. So I felt like there's nothing needing to repair apart from, I just need to get back out there. Yeah. Although there is a lot more than that. <laughs> there is a lot, <laughs> as it turns out. So um, I think my little girl, she's only a few weeks old. And I had her in a pram, a, a pram that I could run with. Of course she did. So she could just sleep. <laughs> And first of all, I parked the pram next to a treadmill in the gym. And I'd train. It was fine. It was really hard. Shocker to the system when you can't run. I was like, I could run six months ago. Yeah. And I actually couldn't run at all. Couldn't run at all. So the body that you're used to is gone. It's still not back. But you're in your head. You're that same person. So I wanted to go out running again. And I tried it. I persevered. And what happened was the relaxing in my joints because I was breastfeeding was still very much present and my knees started bending backwards. <laughs> they were overextending. So I had to calm it. Had to wait three months and then get checked. And then they went, okay, slowly, you can go out, slowly. So I started properly 
when she was about four months. And then I did the marathon and she just turned seven months old. Wow, so you trained for the marathon again in 12 better, weeks. I got, a, I got a better time than I did the year before. Oh I my got, gosh. Um, I got um, 3.51. <laughs> I was so happy. I was like, wow, this is amazing. But that shows you how it's mind, mind over anything else. I was about to say, there was some remarkable ultra running from women last year. I don't know if you saw any of them, but beating men. And they were just saying that, from mothers, and just saying, actually, as a mother, you're used to being sleep deprived. Yep. <laughs> you're used to kind of just gritting your teeth and pushing through. So they think a lot of it is like, is the mind. Yeah, I think, I think it's right. I mean, look at Joe Pavey. She's got stronger and faster and better as she's got older. And I just she, think it's amazing. And if she makes it to the Olympics this year, oh. she'll be, I think she'll be the oldest. She will. In her category. Yeah. I did an interview with her for one pod. Just have a listen. I'm going to have a listen. <laughs> and uh, she's, well, she's just remarkable. I mean, it's not worked out like that for me. I mean, I haven't got better or faster. However, on that occasion, it turned out okay. Quick ad break. Did you know that 89% of runners said that running regularly made them happier? At Brooks, their purpose is to inspire everyone to run their path to a better self. They believe every day with a run is a better day. Running feels happy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. and optimism. It changes your perspective and helps to see the world around you in a better light. So thank you, Brooks, for your great Run Happy Outlook and sponsorship of this podcast. Obviously, then you've gone back to doing, you went to, to your previous job on the radio and you were getting up at 2.30am. Like, how, how did you fit running in around that? Because weren't you just exhausted? So I started working in radio, I think it was um, seven years ago. And, and is your daughter's about seven, isn't she's, she? Yeah, she's just turned eight. eight. So I actually, the good thing is the radio came along after she was born. So it meant that I'd be at home every day. So, you know, having a job where you don't... All my jobs have been travelling away from home. So it was perfect being a mum. The only downside was my alarm went at 2.30. So I dealt with it and actually managed to work it to an advantage because if you start your day at 2.30 you'll finish earlier and also you get to see the daylight so it's just, I mean, it's, I honestly loved it I, I just would finish work 
I'd come off the radio at 6.30 or 7, depending on what shift I was on. And then I would run home or go to the gym or go to Barry's class. But everything was set up in my life to do exercise in the morning. And I think that has been the only way I've got through it and and come out still smiling. (laughs) Because getting up through the night is really difficult. Lots of people do it. Lots of people nail it. But for me, the only way to successfully manage it was by making sure exercise was present in my life every day. I think without it, I feel sluggish. I don't feel energized. I start getting run down. And then my, the mental issues start coming into play and I start, start having this mental battle about how, you know, getting paranoid about whether I'm doing a good job. However, if I go for a run, all of that lifts. I feel great. Nothing's confused in my mind. And I just, I just kind of see the light. I see clearly. And it works so much better for me. So even if I'm not running, running fast or running far, just running just helps helps massively it's interesting that you that you as somebody who has always been this kind of the smiley face of the tv and the happy face of radio or the happy sound sorry of radio also behind all of that can still question whether you're doing a good job yeah you have to you have to do everything within your power to make sure you always see the positive for me you've just got to wake up every day and see the positive. You don't want to ever start feeling down because it's a vicious circle, isn't it? It can one negative thought leads to another, and a run in my life several times a week just boosts my mood, makes me feel 100% better. And do you have any tricks for making sure they definitely happen? Do you like? Well, yes, do it in the morning. <laughs> yeah, come on. If I don't do it in the morning, it won't get done. Do you go in the morning? Um. So. I love morning exercise. I am a morning person. Yeah. Naturally wake up just before six. Um, I know, we bumped into each other. Yeah, <laughs> and love it. But to be completely honest, where I juggle side projects with a full-time job, which is 10 till six. It's hard. It's really hard. So I actually find that when I've got more extra work on, that I give my mornings to that. Yeah. Because it actually makes my mind less cluttered and me less stressed throughout the rest of the day because my job at Women's Health is busy. Yeah, no, and I get otherwise that. I feel like I'm cheating on everyone all the time, you know? And it is, this, is the, this is the problem for everyone nowadays, isn't it? It's what's your priority and mm. how do you make it all work together? And that's why I do. I tend to have my run as my commute. So I have to do that journey anyway. Let's just run it. And if it's really bad weather, then I might allow myself to get the train if I'm really if it's if it's bad, but then I have to go and do something immediately, like if I can go to a workout class, go to Barry's boot camp. Is that your kind of your go-to for your studio yeah. classes? And I go to Wit, oh, okay. which is um, CrossFit. I love that as well. But because I'm marathon training, I've laid back a little bit because for me, the priority at the moment is getting miles on my legs. Yeah. So if I had a choice of running versus weights I want to do the weights but I do think I need to get the mileage in at these early stages do you find that you approach things differently after having a child and you've got different priorities yeah definitely and um so before it would all be about getting fatter get faster getting fitter (laughs) getting faster getting fitter 
um, traveling the world as much as I can, taking, saying yes to every job, not hesitating, not thinking about, um, okay, if I did that job, I'll be away from home for two weeks, no problem. Well, now I'm like, yes, I'll do that job, hang on a minute. How long am I away for? Can't happen. I've got to do school pickup. So it's, it's much more of a juggle now. But I love it that way. And have you taken your daughter to Park Run at all? She's been to Junior Park Run. Oh my goodness, it's hilarious. It's like the first time we went, it was like I was um, some like, blooming bossy mum going, come on, go! And I wasn't, I just said, let's go and do this run. And she cried. <laughs> she was like, I hate it! And I was like, oh my God! And people were looking at me, I'm like, she wanted to come! I was going, okay, let's do... I always count my paces because it helps me so I'll go okay 100 right paces then we'll have a little break so I was going to her okay let's do 20 right paces come on just do that and then we'll stop and she was like I hate this that was her first time so we were too scared to take her back right then she asked to go back and she loves it and now she wants to come running with me oh that's so cute I know but I'm <laughs> I literally if she wants to stop I'm like fine do not have a go at me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why don't we just try running down the garden path? I know. It's so funny, though, because um, she's now, she now comes to watch me on any race I do. So, you know, a 10K or a half marathon. She comes with James, my husband, to support. And then the marathon, twice. She's seen me at that dark point, you know, just as you kind of come out, kind of past Blackfriars. You're feeling really tired. It's a slight incline. Yeah. It's, it's hard. And she's been there. And, and you I cried think, whilst running. Yeah, I cried yeah. when I saw them. On that. I've never cried before. Cried, and I was like, oh, it's just so hard. Oh, look, the band. We're, we're running back down Birdcage Walk, everyone, and there is a brass band out. <laughs> <laughs> just standard, standard thing you see. <laughs> I always love running in London because you see stuff like this. That's amazing, but, um, isn't it? When she saw me run afterwards, she went... I thought you actually ran when you did a marathon. But you seemed very slow. <laughs> Harsh reality. That is just brilliant. Unfiltered. Yeah. Unfiltered. <laughs> I know. Um, I've read that you always run with 20p in your pocket. <laughs> well, me and my friend Ben, we were talking, Ben, ben Shepherd. We always have, we run in Richmond Park together sometimes. And we got caught out because you need the toilet. You're like, yep, I'm just going here. You're desperate. You wait till you get there. And then it's 20p. Who carries a 20p? No one. So no, 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 I do. (laughs) Well, now you do. (laughs) That's brilliant. I once tried to get into into a toilet and I didn't have 20p. And I climbed under the barrier just as the woman was coming out of the office. And I basically felt, you know, like when a child gets pulled back by their legs from doing something bad. (laughs) Yep. That's basically me. It's, so, it's, it's funny though, lots of people now kind of design their route so they go, go past somewhere they can stop. So I know there's a McDonald's on one of my routes. So I'm like, if I need, I just have to wait till there. Are you sure you're not getting some cheeky chicken nuggets? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've been tempted. I'm like, oh, just a milkshake though. <laughs> what is your diet like? Oh, it's dreadful. I'm rubbish. I'm not... I don't know. I'm, this is where I need help, actually, because... I'm just not very good at choosing the right things, especially if you're training for an event. So this is something I'm actually looking into at the moment, try and get help with. Because I like a biscuit. Yeah, <laughs> and I like, I like a glass of wine at the weekend. So these are all things 
that you have to kind of really consider if you want to train properly. So that's probably where one of the areas I'm going wrong. I read that you've got Reynolds. Yeah, I have, I'm running in gloves. You are running in gloves. I have to, I get um, the blood, so Reynolds circulation, Reynolds is, reflects bad circulation. Millions of people have it. And people, a lot of people don't know what it is. No. So the tips of your fingers and maybe your toes will just go bright white. It's like there's no blood in them. It looks, it looks ghostly actually. And it looks, it's quite, quite frightening for other people to yeah. see it. Because they're like, what's wrong with your hand? I'm like, well, the blood just stopped flowing to the extremities. And so the only way to beat it is to wear gloves, wrap up warm, and make sure that if it's even a slight gust of wind that you're, you're covered up. But it's meant that you've also done a lot of training inside, hasn't it? Yeah, so when it gets really cold, I do a lot of treadmill training. And you once ran 18 miles. <laughs> yeah, I actually did, um, yeah, three hours on a treadmill which I think was about 19 miles in the end. Wow. Um, How did you do that? Just watch loads of films. Right. <laughs> but the, the treadmill's got a TV in front of it. Um, it's in the gym. And it was a Sunday. So I think I watched, like, Sunday brunch, which is long. Yeah. <laughs> and then a film came on after. So I just, I just parked myself there, put my headphones on, and watched that. Ran at the same pace. Now, the problem with doing that is that you, it's almost like repetitive strain injury. You're only doing the same motion. Yeah. At least outside, there's inclines, different surfaces. We're dodging tourists. It, all of Small that. dogs. <laughs> well, on the treadmill, doing that for three hours, actually, the, I can walk for about three days. Oh, really? <laughs> My quads just totally seized up. How much running do you do indoors at the moment? Not so much, actually. Yeah. I try and do everything outside. Um, and now I prefer it. Is there anything else which you love to do aside from your commute running, which you do to improve your running? Well, yeah, actually, I'm kind of working a little bit more on... So the nutrition's not good, but I am trying to improve on the supplement side. I've actually developed my own. Have you? It's a new daily supplement. It's going to be really exciting. It's... um, Just for women. It's a collagen supplement, um, which is a, a, a protein. So it's and it's a daily supplement, and you just you can you just take one a day, and then there you go. It's got loads of vitamins and a lysine. It's, it's going to be good. And have you been taking collagen for a long time? Yeah, and I and I actually just I started taking it almost ten years ago when I started running. Someone said to me way back then they went, "Do you know what? If you're going to do all this running, you need to look after your joints." And um, I just started out. I felt okay, but I thought, okay, so I started taking multivitamins that always had collagen in them. Yeah. And actually, through taking collagen supplements, you know, it does improve other elements like hair and nails, skin. Also, you know, your insides, it's really good for your gut health. So after years of taking it, I just thought, I want to do something on my own, of my own. And I've got a couple of friends who... I got to take collagen over the years. Oh, really? So together, we've got our own brand. I'm really excited. And will they be able to... You'll obviously be announcing it on your Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it'll be really soon as well. So, guys, when this comes out, actually, it might be dropping right now. <laughs> so go on to Jenny's Instagram. I'm really excited. I think it's a great project. You'll have to try it. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. Um, we're nearly coming to the end of our run, so I would love to know, what's the one run 
which stands out in your mind the best over the years. Oh, do you know what? There's so uh, it's got to be an outdoor run. Look, I, look, I'm, we're running in the capital. We're running through central London, and it's amazing. I do this run quite regularly, so maybe the magic has gone a little bit for me there. I've run in Glasgow, though, my home city. It's beautiful, but my favourite place, my favourite places to run are anywhere down by the a promenade. So, God, I love it. I love running in New York, down by the Hudson. It's so amazing over the Brooklyn Bridge. It's just brilliant. That I love it. Breathtaking, isn't it? I mean, it's just there's so much to see. You never think about running. Also, running in the south of Spain, hot, sunny morning, just going out early and running along the promenade. You know, do oh, it's just brilliant. I love it. So anywhere where there's a bit of a promenade. You'll see me, <laughs> and I'll be happy. We'll try and catch up with you. Um, <laughs> Tanning and toning and travelling, as I like to say. Oh, the, the three T's. Yes. <laughs> I love that. And what's the one run tip which you'd give to anyone who has started in January and is feeling a bit like, oh, in Feb? Okay, well, I think that the one thing you have to remember is that everyone at some stage doesn't want to do it and even if you're new if you've been doing it for years you will feel this even even if you've had a really good yarn yesterday you might not might be thinking I don't want to do it again tomorrow and I'm sick of it but you'll never regret going you'll never the only time you'll regret it is when you don't go so I always put pictures on Instagram and people it's not vanity it's nothing it's just because when I finish a run I feel really good I'll put a picture up And if I'm wondering, if I'm not in the mood for it and I'm wondering why would I go for a run today, I'll look at those pictures and suddenly I'll go, oh, because I feel like that. So just remember how you feel afterwards. It's like your internet vision board. Yeah, and I'm like, there we go. That's how I'll feel. If I go now in half an hour, that'll be me again. And sure enough, that's exactly the way it is. And that's why you're always smiling. (laughs) Always smiling. Thank you so much for that. Guys, if if you're in central London... And you are about at probably 7.30 most, 7.30 most mornings, no, later. I finish at 10 now, so I'll be later now. So yeah, if you see me running around Central London at 10-ish. Give Jenny a smile. (laughs) (laughs) She'll be smiling at you as she speeds on by. And do check out RunPod and the new 5K training plan with Mr. PMA. Yes, indeed. They're both available now. And I'll put it in the show notes. Thanks so much, everyone. Thank you. Before we go, a final thank you to our Run Chat sponsors, Brooks, whose shoes are the best run companion on dark, wet days. Check out my Instagram or their website to see more of the product in action. And don't forget, I love, love, love seeing your journeys. So please do use hashtag wellfar on your running posts on Instagram. And if you've got any kind of like requests for guests or content, please drop it in the review section on iTunes. I do go on there and read all of the comments. And if you haven't seen my new book yet, head over to Amazon and search I Can Run. It's the ultimate manual for helping runners of all abilities go well far. See you next Sunday. When you 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.